Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm hanging out here with my main man, super producer and host, Dave Shepard. We're talking to you. Yeah, you, everybody listening all over North America. You could be hanging out in Hawaii. You could be in Alaska, San Diego, Boise, Kansas City, Colorado, Phoenix, home of the Super Bowl. You could be in Dallas. You could be in Minneapolis, Wisconsin, Chicago. You could be in West Virginia. You could be in Baltimore, New York, Rhode Island, South Carolina. You could be here in Atlanta with me. Maybe you're down in Florida. Maybe you're listening in New Orleans. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. You can always stay locked in on the free Odyssey app. Much love to all my folks riding on the road, listening on Sirius XM channel 158. Everybody listening on a smart speaker. And of course, everybody tuned in on your local radio affiliate. We got, we got, we got a lot of affiliates, man. Tons. Hundreds on hundreds on hundreds all across the country. And we've been talking about the Super Bowl. So we, we've gone through Rihanna and we've talked about the actual game. Andy Reid, Hall of Famer, Patrick Mahomes, Hall of Famer. What was the standout commercial? Did one exist? Like, I saw I saw The Flash. What else did I see? Hey, Shep, was that Will Ferrell? Get, he got bit by zombies. Was that Will Ferrell? That was, yes. Okay, I saw him get bit by a zombie. I saw Alicia Silverstone. I haven't seen her in 25 years. Uh, I saw Snoop Dogg wear Skechers. And I saw commercials for Jesus. Oh, that. Yeah, that commercial. I knew you would get that. Yeah, I remember that commercial. 
But there wasn't like one standout. Was there? Well, do you think there was a standout commercial? There wasn't, right? No, no. I, I like. There's no like. Said the entertainer where he spilled the where he spilled the Bud Light on him, or like the the talking frogs and. I think oh, the people, Budweiser. No, yeah. no, not the, the yeah. Budweiser frogs. Right. I, I think right. people are going too back to the well on so many of these. There's no real original ideas. Like you have talking babies and you go with the dogs and you it's just it, it's just the same thing each and every year. Um I'm trying to think. Like there was something I there's something we're there's something we're glossing over though. Oh, no. Serena. Like Oh, she was in two commercials. The longest yard. Right. Right. Yeah. She was she was quoting uh, any given and that just that just didn't okay. work for me when she was courting Al Pacino. Yeah, right, right. See, I I screwed that one up. Well, they're they're similar, made in you know within four years of each other, so you didn't screw that up. Okay. Plus, Adam Sandler's been in a movie with Al Pacino before, so. Oh, they were the Pepsi the Pepsi commercials where they were just like the, you got to act like it tastes good, you got to taste it to find out, right? Yeah, Steve Steve Martin and, and Ben Stiller just trying to go with old Hollywood classic actors and comedians. And Was that, there? That didn't land either. Did did we miss like the the Clodsdales were the horses there? I don't think they. I don't. I think I don't think they were. They've retired that, huh? Yeah, they did. You know, I mean, there was um, uh, they had the rock. They had Rocky with his daughters, I believe. That that fell flat. Rocky. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, when he was oh. like talking out of the side of his mouth on one of the mountain nope. tops, and his didn't three see daughters. that. Yeah, well, you didn't miss much. Hey, th- did The Rock make an appearance last night in any way, shape, or form? I don't think so. Kevin Hart was in a commercial. Um, oh, yeah. Kevin Hart was in a commercial with Poppy The Undertaker. Yes, yes. And Big Poppy. Was Poppy. In his face. Yeah. Who else was there? I don't know. Ludacris might have been in that commercial. Yeah, Ludacris was there. Right, right, right. Yeah, these commercials sucked. Yeah, they did. The game didn't, though. Yeah, the game was good. We got lucky with that. Oh, well, we, we, we thought it would be a good game. Andy Reid said it would be a good game. Listen to what Andy Reid had to say about how damn good this game was. And I guess it's fun to be good when you won. Listen. That game last night was a heck of a game. Uh, You really, I I know Philly's hanging their head a little bit, but nobody really lost. I mean, it was two great teams playing each other and and two great cities. When is the parade? Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Chiefs Kingdom Champions Parade finalized for Wednesday in Kansas City. Oh man, uh, I'm I'm not gonna say. It. Well, I I thought it out. I thought it to myself. Might as well say it. Yes, sir. No, who's uh somebody's gonna be drunk? Oh, I mean, we know the clear cut publicly. For that. Oh, well, we 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 know it's we know it's uh. You know that that all-time great tight end of theirs. I wonder if they're going to send an invite to Terry Bradshaw, or if Andy Reid's going to get a jab back at Terry Bradshaw. You know, something funny, Jr. That we that you didn't allude to is what? Terry's gut, and no disrespect, because he's an all-time gut? great quarterback. As in gut, as in yeah, like a stomach. As in gut, as in his stomach is bigger than the guy he was clowning on. And Andy Reid, last time I checked is more than a decade younger than TB, the original TB, not Tom Brady, that being Terry Bradshaw, and he's clowning on him for his age. And it's Terry Bradshaw that many people believe should retire from Fox, and he's still going strong. So it's like on multiple levels. It, it just look look at who it was coming from. It, this isn't Michael Strahan who was starring in, co-starring in Magic Mike making a remark and, you know, deriding Andy Reid for his weight. My God, Terry. 
Well, I guess Terry Bradshaw said he's 74, and he, I guess, as you mentioned, he's older, so he can afford to, you know, <laughs> yeah. throw some crap back at him. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Andy Reid gets a line in there about Terry at the because uh, Terry you know, Bradshaw has a gut. He's got a huge gut. Huge. I can't tell. I can't tell sitting at the. Uh, what does he do? He's sitting at oh, the. Oh no! Uh, just just watch. No, just just watch that 20 second clip of him um, clowning on Andy Reid for cheeseburgers and uh, waddling over there. You you see the gut you see the gut like from outer space. Terry Bradshaw struggling to fit into his jeans during quarantine is such a move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, when we've had him here on the show, he's a nice guy. He's a great guy, but I. So the next time we talk to him, you ask him about his gut, okay? That's a deal. I, I will do that. By the way. I don't. I don't care. It won't be me. No, because when you're that age, you really got to look after the, the circumference of your stomach. You can't be having that out there at 74 years old. It's not good for your health. Well, I guess at that point you lived. You've lived enough. You're like, hey, why not? Hey, 74 still young, Jr. Not for Terry Bradshaw your, with that gut. Your guy Vin was had 15 more years of him. Vin who? Scully? Yeah, he was. He was going 15 years after 74. Yeah, Vin Scully didn't look like he ate cheeseburgers. Yeah, I know. You got that right. Maybe he had a Dodger dog every now and then. He had no cheeseburgers. Anyway, eight five five two one two four CBS. Uh, Tony's here from Massachusetts. Tony, did you did you watch the commercials? Did you enjoy any of them? Did you care? Yeah, I did, and they all sucked, man. They sucked, every oh. single one of them. So wow. actually, the best best commercial that they should have played during the Super Bowl actually they was doing before Super Bowl week, and there's like four different versions of it. But it's with Jerome Bettis, Eli Manning, and I don't know who the other guy is. But it's the one when he actually picks Bradshaw up from the convenience store and he's taped on the top of the, the bus in the chair and he's singing. It sounds like he's tone deaf. That was probably the best commercial. That's better than any commercial that they showed on the Super Bowl. Now, what I wanted to say about the Super Bowl was Jalen, I'm proud. I'm so proud of like Jalen Holmes, Jalen Hurts, and Patrick Mahomes. I'm so glad that they showed up on the biggest stage, man, and they balled, especially Jalen Hurts, because one of the things going into the game was like, if we can get Philly into passing and make Jalen a pocket um, passer, then, you know, he's probably not even going to succeed. But let me tell you, man, that boy, Jalen balled. He balled. And I'm so proud of him, man, because, that stigma he can't throw from the pocket, that's dead. He's no, not a Lamar balls. Jackson. Yeah. That boy balled. I, I just wanted to hear what you had to say because, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the man. And honestly, if he wins in the next four, eight years, let's just say health and they keep rolling, if he wins every other year in the next eight years, Jay, uh, he, he going to be on the well. gold trail, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up and thank you Tony for calling from Massachusetts. No, Jalen Hurts did an excellent job last night, uh, sans his his turnover, that he wasn't necessarily knocked into oblivion uh, when he fumbled it. He just he just lost the ball. You know, we had a caller last hour. Someone brought up the element of of Mahomes and Mahomes being able to just light up the world and God knows how many championships he adds. We don't know. He may not win another one, but we do have another era of quarterback. And I believe the question that was asked was, was more along the lines of everybody is playing catch up to Mahomes. 
all of the legends in the old guys are gone. There's no Tom Brady. There's no Phil Rivers here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will probably be the last dude to go. We know Matt Ryan is going to be on his way out the door. There's no Roethlisberger, Breeze, etc. These guys are gone. Somebody else is going to pick up a title. He's not winning all of them. He being Patrick Mahomes, he's not winning the Super Bowl every year. And so all of those dudes, quote-unquote, chasing him, the active guys, the other young dudes, the Josh Allens, the Burroughs, the Herberts, maybe the Lamar Jacksons, if he can get, get healthy and get a good team around him, or a better team, I should say. Somebody else is going to win a Super Bowl. It's not going to be Mahomes every single year. And you can put Jalen Hurts in that conversation. Unfortunately, he got a, a lot of free agents. I mentioned a lot of the names earlier on in the show. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury. So you never know when you're going to get that next shot and that next opportunity. Uh, I do want you to hear Jalen Hurts postgame. He, he has a, a great way of putting everything into perspective about how he can bounce back and you know, pretty much use this loss as a learning experience. We lost. We came in to win. Came up short, so... You know, it's um, it's something that I know that'll motivate me. Um, I've been here before. That's the beautiful thing about it. So I figured it out. Yeah, everything ain't peaches and cream. Nothing. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. You're going to have your W's. You're going to have your L's. It's all about how you persevere. It's understanding how you can take losses and build on top of them instead of looking at them as as closed doors and, and shut down opportunities. This was the part that was going to suck about the game. You have two great quarterbacks who are easy to root for, you know, easy to just to just watch. Patrick Mahomes doesn't do anything that makes you go, oh, I can't stand this guy. His brother sometimes can be a pain in the ass, but Mahomes is such a cool dude. Hurts is the same way. And the fact that they were just lobbing, you know, flowers and roses to each other afterwards, it's like, whoa. Listen to Patrick Mahomes. He he pretty much put to bed, you know, anyone or, or the idea that, oh, well, Hurts still has more to prove. Listen to this from Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, if there was any doubters left, there there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win, I mean, that was a special performance that I, I don't want to get. Lo- I don't want it to get lost in the in the the loss that they had. I mean, even in, whenever we got all the momentum in that game and and we went up eight points in the fourth quarter, for him to respond and move his team right down the football field and run it in himself for the two point conversion, it was a special performance by him, man. And uh, I mean, it, you make sure you appreciate that when you look back on this game. Yeah, he's he's the only dude in addition to Terrell Davis to rush for three touchdowns in a game, and at one point. The Eagles made it look too easy, too easy. Every time they were out there converting a, a fourth down, third down, let's convert, fourth down, let's convert. It was demoralizing. It's like, damn. It's taking them to the woodshed, whooping that ass. 855-212-4CBS. Sebastian is here from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how you doing? 
I'm excellent, Sebastian. How you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. Good. I'm surprised nobody talked about the um the Toby TV commercial. You know the one where it was just Tubi. like magically changing Tubi. Right, the, right. The one right. that was changing the um it was changing the screen and everybody and their families they were all freaking out. They're like, who's touching the remote? Who's moving the remote? But it was just the ad. You're right. That that was a standout commercial. Uh, were you watching the Super Bowl by yourself or were you with family? I was not. I was working. I'm an Amazon driver. I was on the road. I saw it on the – I was watching the TV through uh, as weird as it sounds through uh, some people's houses while I'm driving by. <laughs> or were you a peeping Tom, peeping Sebastian? That's <laughs> the only time they'll excuse it on the Super Bowl when you're an Amazon driver. But no, okay. never that, never that. Okay. But occasionally I just watch the game. No, you, you bring up an excellent <laughs> point. Thank you, Sebastian. Uh, that, that Tubi commercial was – it was – you know, I, I was watching the Super Bowl by myself, and so it was easy for me to just go, oh, this is a commercial. It looked like a commercial. And I know ain't nobody pressing buttons in my house, so I'm like, okay, this is – it was a cool concept. It was thoughtful. It was cool. Shep, I know you were with your folks. Did, when that Tubi commercial came on, did anyone suspect that somebody was messing around with the remote? Yeah, a little bit. Or somebody got got, huh? Yeah, yeah, but 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 that doesn't make me go want to purchase anything to be related. You know, to be honest, yeah. Like I have an idea what Tubi is. It a Tubi is it? It's just a streaming platform. If Sebastian hadn't mentioned Tubi, I never would have thought about it once again in my life. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They did. I mean, they. I mean, they worked for Sebastian. I don't think. I don't think it resonated with most people. You know what else is uh, is is a poor just it's a it's a poor it's just a it's a terrible waste of money when some of these these commercials would have the QR codes right and the QR code would only be on the screen for a second you're spending all this damn money for a commercial QR codes are great you use them for everything QR code for a menu at a restaurant a QR code for an advertisement, static ad, you know, outside. QR codes for everything. But a QR code on a television screen, when you have a 30-second ad and the code is there for one second, who's pulling out their phone? <laughs> who's pulling out their phone to open the camera for a stupid, stupid what, a QR code that's going to be there for one second? It's dumb. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's funny, Jay. The Super Bowl is meant to bring you back in a time. I don't know if you caught this. I don't know how I forgot this. But do you, uh, you know, Scrubs was a very popular show uh, with Zach Braff and. Uh, Never watched it. Okay, and Donald Faye's not fair. Okay, you remember Petey and remember the Titans? Don't remember, no. Got it. Anyways, you, you remember Grease, the movie? Yeah, yeah, no, Grease, so, John Travolta. Right. So Olivia Newton John obviously, uh, unfortunately, tragically passed away, you know, due to cancer, too young of an age. Um, I thought they missed. I thought AT and T missed the boat, or T Mobile. I thought they missed the boat. There was a Grease commercial last night. There was a there was a, there was an homage to Grease, John Travolta, and I don't know what the connection is with him and Zach Braff and Donald Faison. and that's a whole other discussion. But it would have been so cool if that was like a tribute to Olivia Newton John, and I thought they completely dropped the ball on that. That that because when when you're watching the Super Bowl, you're watching it with with friends, but a lot of people are watching it with their family. Um, and that would have brought pe- pe- people to an amazing time in our country's history in the late 70s when things were 
popping and, and a lot more loose and friendly and amicable. And, and so that would have been a real moment to capitalize on that they just missed completely. Okay. I don't remember. You don't Sorry. remember that commercial? No, I didn't see it. Nope. With John Travolta singing? With the beard? Nope. And okay, got it. Nope. Got it. Sorry. He looked good. John Travolta? He looked pretty good for 68 years old, yeah. Didn't John, uh, he's going to sue me. Didn't he like, isn't he like doing a lot of stuff to his face? That's, I mean, what actor over the age of 55 years old doesn't do a lot to their face? To uh, sustain John their Travolta, he looks, uh, never mind. Got it, yeah. It, Carl's calling from Atlanta. What's up, Carl? Hello, Gil. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. What's up? Hey, everything's good here in the ATL. We still celebrating the George Bulldogs back-to-back. But uh, I was calling you. I, I, I mostly agree with you most of the time, but I just wanted to throw a scenario out there. With you. you were talking about calls, you know, in, in, in the form of the game. So I just wanted to say that <clears throat> if it's not something that just – detrimental to the guy not making a play to that point in a Super Bowl of this magnitude, I, I, I just don't understand how you can kind of think that, that, that the first quarter is just as good as the last five minutes. Uh, it like is. Two, two minutes. It's supposed to be. Why? Why are you going to treat it any differently? I mean – it, it could be the same call. He might see, but thing is, it's only magnified because it's the end of the game. Like so, so what are we supposed to do? Have different rules because it's crunch time? In basketball, in basketball, football, you know, it's this thing about that you, you know, okay, if it's egregious, yeah, I get it, I get it, but but you don't call ticket tech foul calls. When, when there's the Super Bowl with the two best teams in the game in the last second of the game, so I mean, that's just, if it that's if not, it that's wasn't normal, what we normally do. So if it wasn't called, what is that fair to the Chiefs fans? If it altered the end of the game for them, would that yep, have been yep, fair? Yeah, because they get a chance to stop. Okay, look. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm asking. Just, I don't. Okay. I don't think you. I, I, maybe I missed it. Would that have been fair? <laughs> Okay, yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because they get a chance to make the field goal, and they get a chance to kick the ball off and stop Philadelphia on a long drive. So but if you make that call, the game is over. So you, I mean, the want, you want you want the, the referee. I understand, Carl. I understand the implications. I don't think it's fair for the referees, and thank you, to, to orchestrate the ending of the game. So it is fair. Because if they didn't call it, then the Chiefs would have kicked the ball, probably through a field goal, a long-ass field goal, and then uh, the Eagles would have gotten a chance. That's not the referee's job to help now dictate the game. They naturally dictate the game through the play calls, but it's be what the players do. Referees not supposed to be out here giving handouts. I know there's a lot of jokes and conversations, and they kind of played out now. The script. The player X didn't get the script. The referee didn't get the script. There's scripts for this. Like, come on, stop. They got 60 minutes. I don't care if it's minute one in the third quarter or minute one in the the, the, the first. Just stop. Eagles lost because they ain't playing no defense at the end of the game. Problem, case closed. 
855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side. And you know what? I just thought about the one Super Bowl commercial that I actually liked. I'll tell you about it on the other side on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, I'm a first time caller, long time listener. I love your freaking show, man. I listen every night. I make my 14 year old listen to your show, and he's an addict too. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm out. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, now that I thought about it, one commercial that did stand out to me during the Super Bowl was that flag football commercial. That was pretty good, Chef. I I enjoyed that one. You know what the hell I'm talking about? I do not know. You don't remember the flag football with the young lady? They were trying to take her flags? I remember the Pro Bowl and the flag football, which apparently was a success, but not the commercial itself. Yeah, that commercial last night was was great. It had um, Jalen Ramsey was in it, uh, Sauce Gardner, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. All the guys that will never play in a Super Bowl one day. I thought that was kind of fun. I mean, I know Ramsey had in the past, but yeah. What are you, you Terry Bradshaw now? Sheesh. Just, I'm, just saying, shots. I'm just saying, these young guys should worry about getting to the Super Bowl, not making Super Bowl commercials. If I'm Aiden This Hutchinson, was an NFL commercial. Ah, uh, all right. It's an NFL commercial. The NFL puts its NFL players in commercials, and they do a good job. Well, apparently it was so good that no one's talking about it. <laughs> so, I don't know how you don't remember that one. I don't. You're telling me about Greece, that NFL flag football. It was it was uh, about women's uh, sports and and. and Oh, well, now I football. sound like a jackass. And this is a commercial about women's sports. I mean, I'm I'm all for that and like diversity yeah, you, and yeah, growing. Yeah, you do sound like that. a jackass. I, it was for the promotion of of oh, women's geez. sports. I didn't know that part. Okay, it's, an, it's produced by the NFL, and it was they were trying to take her flag. She was running through the whole neighborhood, through the whole city, and you had NFL players trying to take her flags. Was it Allison Felix or something? Like who was the who was the young? She was a young. She was just woman. a young woman. Got just, it. She's just a fun commercial. Check it out. I, I'm going to have to at this point. Yeah, when oh. you check it out, maybe you won't be such a jerk about it. I take my foot out of my mouth. Sorry, Terry. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> you come gunning for his spot. Hey, Lee is calling from Cleveland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how you doing? I'm okay, Lee. What's up? Well, I want to ask you about a certain quarterback if I can. It. it seems to me that he's blackballed. He'd never be on NFL talk shows or nothing, and I'm speaking about uh, Joe Namath. Is he blackballed from (laughs) NFL? No, Lee. Uh, Joe Namath was actually at NFL Honors last week. Uh, He has been for for many, many years now. I've actually met Joe Namath at NFL events. He is not blackballed. Uh, people do not forget what took place with Susie Colbert. That was at this point maybe 20 years ago. But uh, Joe Namath is—he is alive. He is well. 
He is on commercials. He is on red carpets. Joe Namath is okay. Thank God. And thank God he's wearing a suit instead of stockings. Uh, hey, Marco, do you remember the uh, the flag football commercial? Do you, do you remember that, the young lady running around the city? Yeah, and her mom's trying to take the flag from her too. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right, right, right. Do, do you ha- did you have a standout commercial? They all suck. No, I mean, there was nothing that jumped out to me, but I'll be fair. Um, watching it with little kids, especially my daughter that's two, and I'm reading Elmo books and whatnot, commercials is not what I'm paying attention. <laughs> did she Did she go to sleep, rather? Did she go to sleep easy? <laughs> no, she went to sleep way after uh, the game was over. So, yeah, no, sleep is not something that any of my children do. It's great. Damn. <laughs> damn, Mar- damn, Marco, damn. <laughs> Sheesh. Hey, what are you going to do? Can't win them all, know. right? What are you giving them? You giving them caffeine? You giving them coffee? <laughs> you know, that would be something. Maybe I should try that. Maybe see if it, that'll work. I don't know. No, no, don't don't take my advice on parents. And you give them a little bit of rum, they go right to bed. Yeah, I've been trying to convince my wife of that for a long time. She's not down with it, though. All right, let's relax before we both get ACS cold on us. <laughs> let's let's get out of that quickly. It's the JR Sport Free Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We are not giving alcohol to kids. Just believe it, okay? We are not. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I really, really respect you, man. I don't always agree with you, but you are really, really good at your job. Smart, well-spoken guy, and I respect how you listen to people, even if they have different opinions than you. And you seem like one of the rare people in your industry who's willing to hear things and potentially change your mind. So I love that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Somebody got married or a couple got married at the Dallas Mavericks game. Like at half, they got married at halftime. I've seen the proposals at basketball games, the real ones, the fake ones, everything in between. A a marriage? Shep, you ever seen that before? Not a a proposal, yes, but never a marriage. That must have cost them, I don't, man, 50, 60. How much you think Mark Cuban charged them for that? Uh, a lot. Unless they're his friends or something. I don't know. He's got a lot of those too, so. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get married at no Dallas Mavericks game. I wouldn't want to get married at any sporting event. Destination wedding for you, JR? A destination wedding for me? Yeah, Hawaii, you know, Aruba, Caribbean, et cetera. I don't know. Let me let me find a wife first, Shep. <laughs> one step at a time. Fair enough. Maybe I should should I I gotta try one of them apps that you, we were talking about last week. You don't let me tell you something. You do not need an app, my friend. I may I may just do an app. You don't need an app, trust me. Oh, okay. What do you, you, you tell, there are bad experiences there? I'm just saying when you when you have the kind of resume you have, when you have the the gifts that you have as a human being and your ability to communicate with people, you don't need an app. It's a, it's a detriment to you. I'm going to create my own app. Well, if you cre- let me tell you, so I'm getting off the apps as we speak. Um, oh. When you create your own app, uh, you, got, you got your beta customer. Count me in. 
Well, I don't want you on my app. It's just oh. going to be me. Oh, okay. Well, then good luck for you. Sir. Like it should just be Tinder for me. <laughs> just it's the it's the JR app. You just swipe and I just pick. You know, you know what I did see? I did see what? a reality show, uh, Find Your Farmer. Um, that's oh, something wow. that's going to be on Fox in April, I believe. Yeah, so I, I believe I saw, I heard about that once. Yeah. Find your farmer. I believe so. Unfortunately, where does this take place? I, I, well, clearly on a farm. Yeah, but where the <laughs> farms all over the Mon- place? Mon- where, where? Montana he, my, my, would be my guess. Uh, you see, but there's a difference between a farm in Pennsylvania right. versus a farm in Montana. Of course, of course. Yeah. One, one's probably going to have a little more space. When you talk about being in the Midwest all the way out there with Colorados of the world, the, you know, uh, Wyoming's, there's a lot of green and a lot of pasture out there. So. they got a lot of balloons just floating all over the place, too. Well, we know what happened with that a couple weeks ago. Oh, there's more, there's, there's more balloons, man. Yeah, yeah. There's balloons everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. Bobby calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Gerald. How you doing, big guy? I'm very well, man. What's up? Hey, man. I just want to tell you and shit, y'all be cracking me up, big guy. But look, You're welcome. Yeah, but uh, I had to come in uh, on the game, right? Uh, one of the couple caller called in talking about, you know, the guy wasn't, uh, but the uh, chief wasn't complaining. He complained a couple of times. Matter of fact, he was jumping up and down. <laughs> it's like uh, they just calmed it down, you know, because, you know, you don't want to get no penalty or anything like that. And you can, you know, you can just about read the ref's mouth. He told the guy, he told him to clean it up. He told him that a couple of times. Uh, so, you know, everybody was talking about why he called the flag at the end of the game, you know, sometimes they give you a chance to clean it up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's a penalty. Appreciate you, Bobby. All right, big guy. Y'all have a good one. You too. Yeah, I didn't see Juju uh, Smith-Schuster being demonstrative about the call. I, pretty relaxed to me. Connor's calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Wow. Yo, you, thank you for me out, man. Yeah, no problem, Connor. What's up? You're God in my eyes. I just wanted to say that. I'm uh, sorry, but you're God in my eyes, brother. Oh, okay. Okay, one. that's that's a lot, but go ahead. But yo, I just thought that. Uh... Ah. Hey, Shep. I had a I had an idea that that's yeah. where that guy might go. Yeah. I mean, wow. I should have should I have I should have hung up when he said I'm a god in his eyes. Whoa. Well, I so I I, I honestly have never heard that before. I just thought that was like a sentimental a genuine compliment towards you. That was a little creepy, man. Oh, okay, I I didn't see I didn't perceive it that way. But then nobody ever said you're a god in my eyes. Like, yeah, this is not going to end well. Nobody ever said that to me. I don't know if I ever want to hear it again. That's not going to be on an app anytime soon. You, what? At that line. <laughs> You're a god in my eyes? No thanks. I'd I'd rather just be a I'd rather just be a human being walking the face of the earth. I'm okay with that. There you go. Rich is calling from Chicago. What's up, Rich? Good evening. Hey, I uh I agree with your assessment. I was telling Shep this about one call doesn't really win or lose a game. But my take on a fish egg is a little bit different. I want to get your take on this. I think what's happening 
and I'm an old school guy back when they had much different rules. The rule changes have changed the way these guys call the game. And you had mentioned earlier that that's a penalty. That's debatable, but here's here's what the players want, and I've heard this from several. How is about, it, before you go on, how is it yeah. debatable of whether or not it was a penalty when the guy who committed the penalty said it was a penalty? Well, I think he bailed the ref out, but let me tell you why. Wait, why would he bail the ref out for what? Well, you know, ask his teammates if they thought that that should have been penalized. No, no, that that's irrelevant. It's well, irrelevant was- as to whether or not this this is two separate things, and we discussed this earlier in the show. I don't know if you heard it. No, there is a difference between it being called, and there's a difference between it existing. There is no debate as to whether or not it was a penalty. Anyone can debate whether or not it should have been called. Those are two separate things. Well, but go ahead. Finish. Well, let me finish because we're more on the same page than you think. I was talking about everybody refers to a 50-50 ball. Obviously, common reference to guys can go get it, right? A 50-50 ball doesn't get a 50-50 call. And, and let me explain that. How often do you see offensive pass interference versus defensive pass interference? And both guys legally are entitled to make a play on the ball. What you said earlier is true, but here's where I have a gripe. Not that the call made made the ultimate difference. I'm not complaining about that. And even though I did have – I was on the wrong side. Oh, uh, of the please, please, please hurry. I am, but, but – No, you're not. That, that, all right, well, then I won't finish. Go ahead. It's, 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 I think consistency is what I was trying to bring up. If you're going to call it one way, do it the whole game. Baseball and basketball players adjust. If if they call ticky-tack fouls, the players adjust during the course of the game. Same thing with a strike zone in baseball. But if you're going to call it, call it throughout the game. That wasn't going on. Well, Rich, Rich, you could have said that could have been the first thing that you said. I should have probably. All right, you're right. Well, thank you. (laughs) That's it. Like we got the preamble there. Four score, and uh, we, well, we, need, we need the preamble. I, I can agree with that. Maybe there weren't any other penalties. I'm sure that there were, but maybe the referees didn't see them. I don't think the referees wake up and go, oh, I'm going to call this one, but not that one. That doesn't work that way. Can we give the – and I'm not – can we give the referees some credit? I'm not saying they're perfect. They're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We'll call it the whole game. Well, that's easy for you to say. You ain't out there running around with these giant human beings doing it. Ralph is here from Miami. Hey, dear. How you doing? I'm so, okay. Go ahead. I agree with you. I don't know why everybody want to play this game at the last minute call. Please, come on. It's, it's a last minute call. And I hear your, call, your, your show all the time, and you mention the same thing all the time. There's 30 minutes in the game. I can't sit down and base the game in the 30 minutes. I watched the game, and I was rooting for both teams, and I was just going for the momentum. And Eagle had the momentum at the beginning of the game. Is They just lost the momentum at the end of the game. So it was just a great game. It was not based on the last call. Eagles made a lot of mistakes at the beginning of the game. They had, a win- they had a way to win the game since the beginning, but due to the mistake that they made, that caused them to lose the game also too. So the last yeah. call did not cause them to lose the game. 
Yes, defense. And thank you, Ralph, for, for joining the show and getting right to your point. I appreciate that. Chris is calling for me. Hey, what's going on? Hey, so uh, the only reason I don't like that penalty at the end of the game is, yes, it was holding, technically. And I'm sure that kind of holding was going on the whole game, except because they called that penalty, the Eagles couldn't respond. And that's the reason we changed the overtime rules, is to let the other team get a chance to respond. Yeah, I I actually mentioned that uh, maybe last hour or or so of the show. I agree with you. Well, thank you, Chris. I agree with you, man. Not from the aspect of the referees should now be lenient, but from a fan's perspective of I want to to see this. And they changed the rule to give the other team a chance. But what are the – that that wasn't as a result of the referees blowing a whistle – that was as a result of just the flat rules of overtime. The premise is the same. Yeah, you want to see football played. Who wants to see somebody sitting on the clock? Nobody. But it's not the referee's job to go, oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, if I, don't, if I don't call this, then this is fourth down, and then the Eagles will get the ball back, and let's see if they can score. I mean, this is, this is not the script that everyone's referring to. Oh, man, NFL got a script. There's a script here. There's a script there. It's not where we at. So let's just call a spade a spade and say that the Eagles sucked in the second half. They ain't stop anybody. And that's why they lost. That's what Nick Sirianni said. Let's hear Nick Sirianni before we get the hell out of here. This is what Nick Sirianni had to say. You'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of, of, of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, um, you know, scenarios. Um, and so, you know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so that's never it. I, I know it always appears to be that, you know, it's one call that makes it. It's not it's not what it is. Right. It, it's not what it is. There's there, there's so many plays that contribute to the, the end result of the game. And, in, and today they were better than we were. Yeah. can Yeah. So what is, is both Bradbury and Sirianni bailing out the refs? What do they have to gain by that? They actually gain respect for me by not being whiny, crying. You know what? Play better next time. Don't leave it in the damn hands of the officials. Do that. And yeah, I say that all the time too because it's true. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm just about done. I'm going to be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you want to holler at me, I'm on social media at JR Sport Brief. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to all of you for tuning in all across North America. And much love to all my friends and everybody out in Lansing, Michigan. Unfortunately, a shooting taking place at Michigan State University. I'll be back with you tomorrow, folks. Be safe, be cool, be smooth. Much love to you. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.